Hey, Nicole, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? Hi, Erica. I'm great. Excited to talk about my favorite topic today. Amazing. Well, since this is marketing happy hour, we do just need to know your go-to happy hour drink to get started. Oh, that's easy. I'm actually really boring. I only drink one thing, <laughs> red wine. So yeah, that's an all occasion for me. We love that. That's a classic. Do you have any favorite brands off the top of your head? Uh, brands are all different. I stick to like specific varietals. So I love Italian wines. I love Cabernet. I love Pinot Noir. Those are kind of my go-to. Love that. Love that so much. Okay. Well, let's get to the topic at hand today. Tell us a little bit about your career path so far. You know, if you were kind of in a job interview right now and the interview interviewer asked, tell me briefly about yourself, what would you say? Sure. So I would say my background is pretty interesting. I think for a marketer, cause I've kind of done it all. I have a dynamic background working in a bunch of different functional areas of marketing as well as different types of industries, agency side, client side. So I say for me, I kind of bring this unique perspective of being able to tie it all together and being very flexible and adaptable to that company specific need. And I really just love to grow and learn. So I've dive, I've like, you know, positioned myself to be in these different areas so that eventually I can become a VP of marketing. That's my goal and my dream. And then I can help you know, lead a team having a better understanding of what they do. That's amazing. Well, so what have you learned in your most recent role or just any of your past roles, really? What's a valuable lesson that you'll take with you into your next role that you have? Yeah, I've learned. So I was thinking about this and I think I have kind of to help guide those out there looking to break into marketing or help, you know, with whatever you're working on in your career. My answer is going to be very specific to marketing. Um, of course, there's other things you can learn like interpersonal skills and personal professional development. But for me, I think there's three main things, you know, as the industry evolves and data is so accessible, you can get inundated and get a little lost on how you measure your campaigns, how you're providing value to the organization. So the first thing I want to mention is multi-touch attribution, which for those who don't know, it's pretty much just seeing how your marketing is doing in different platforms. So if you want to see if your email was successful or if your Instagram ad was successful, you can kind of track where your customer saw your ad or where they engaged in your marketing campaign on different platforms. And then did they convert? So did they make a purchase or did they go to your website or did they, you know, whatever action you want them to take? So that's really important because it helps you decide how do you put together your larger marketing campaign and know what's working and what's not. And then I would say, Evaluating, so kind of taking a step further, uh, a lot of times when you're working at companies, you know, the ultimate goal is to drive revenue. So some channels, if it's you're doing a big PR, let's say news release or a billboard in Times Square, you know, it's harder to directly tie that to a purchase, but that doesn't mean that the channel is not effective. What that means is you just need to evaluate the different role each channel plays within the larger marketing funnel. So I think just kind of adjusting the mindset to that um, kind of, you know, can help you just look at things in a different way. My third thing I wanted to bring up is really spending a lot of time is understanding not just your customer, your existing customer, but who you want to actually engage. So doing a very robust audience analysis to know where are the people that you want to capture? What are their interests? How do they think? How do you, you know, provide value to them? Are you talking to the right people? It's great if you have amazing creative or 
you know, a large marketing budget or all of this data, but at the end of the day, it's kind of wasting your efforts if you aren't getting in front of the right people, you know, people are the ones making decisions. So I think understanding their thought process is very helpful. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I feel like you've learned that all throughout your career thus far, and you'll continue learning even more amazing lessons like that, that you can share with people um, in your next role. So I'm curious to hear what inspired your recent job search. Um, are you just looking to switch it up? Was there a layoff or something? Um, just share briefly what the process of looking for a new role has kind of been like to date. I know the market is crazy right now. It is the craziest I've experienced. I've been in the industry for 12 years. I actually broke into the industry right after the housing bubble crisis and um, there were no jobs and I had no experience. So that was very tough, but I found it easier to find a role then than now as I've had acquired this experience and have these reputable companies you know, under my belt and grew my network. So I would say... It is extremely difficult, no matter what situation you're in, but you just got to keep going. You can get defeated. If you stop, that's not going to help you land your role. And then actually to answer your first question, I was laid off. I was part of a mass workforce reduction at Quest Diagnostics. So that's really what was the catalyst of my job search. I loved the company and the people I was working for. Uh, so I've just had to reevaluate what direction I want to take my career in. Um, and I would also say... It's been a really interesting ride because I have applied to so many positions like most people. I've gotten amazing interviews. There's always this one little thing that kind of knocks you out. Um, and I've also found that the people that you would really not expect anything from have really stepped up to the plate to help you. You know, I've heard from so many ex-coworkers or random people on LinkedIn and that's felt so great to, you know, kind of build a community and meet new people. And then, so that's kind of a silver lining. And then on top of that, right now, there are so many layoffs across every, I found that there's this area of the job search market where people are sort of preying on if you're in a vulnerable situation, um, whether it's, for example, charging a thousand dollars to write your resume or giving you bad career advice or even bringing you through the hiring process and just being very unprofessional and unethical. So I think you just have to learn to navigate that and, you know, trust your gut and stay focused. Wow. That's wild. And also I think just today I was on LinkedIn and I saw um, someone that works at this particular company post, Hey guys, um, there was a job that showed up on our page. It's not actually a real job. We must've gotten hacked and so wow. sorry. They're like collecting all of your information, right. but it's not us. And I was mm -hmm. like, wow. And this is a, a really big company. I don't really want to say the name. Cause I don't want right. to like put them on glass being like, how did you get hacked? <laughs> but, um, but it was a very reputable brand and it's just yeah. so crazy that there's just so many people out there taking advantage of people in the job market. Yeah. Right. Like you said, um, yeah, that's super interesting to me. I don't love that very much. <laughs> I think, and I, you know, every time I've been in the job market, thankfully I've been employed. So I've had the luxury to be very selective, take my time, you know, didn't feel in this vulnerable situation. And I think just it's an employer's market right now. So they know there's a lot of candidates out there, extremely qualified and talented. So they have the power, you know, they can pay you whatever they want. And there's someone that's going to take it right now. It is an imbalance that, you know, salaries are not at the rate that they used to be maybe a couple years ago. Um, but I'll say a positive to this would be 
you know, not just like resetting, you know, for me, I've been able to do a lot of professional development and growth and work on my skills and figure out how I can get to the place I want to be and, you know, learn as much as possible with the time that I have where normally you're focused on your role, you're learning things of how to make you better in that role. Now it's kind of like, what do I want to learn? How do I want to look at other areas of marketing that maybe I didn't have the time to do? And, you know, professionally, that's one thing. And then on the personal side, I've been able to spend a lot of time with family and friends and do things that I just put on the back burner that make me happy. And then when you're happy, you know, you're a better employee and friend and daughter and all of that. Yeah, absolutely. I think sometimes those lulls or moments where we don't have a lot going on are a blessing in disguise to kind of reset because unfortunately, you know, we don't have the luxury like we did when we were kids. We, we didn't have, or we don't have summer break anymore. We don't get that like time just to have fun and relax. So that is a silver lining I think in there. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause that's a good encouragement for anyone kind of in a similar uh, situation. Being able to reset is important you know, we're in this, unfortunately, you know, as much as I love to work and I love what I do and have these big goals, it does become a little bit of a toxic cycle where you don't get to take, have self-care and take time out for you and things that are important in life. And this industry, you know, the job market right now, the economy just shows you how everything can change in a second that's out of your control. So kind of nurturing yourself and for me, for example, I've started doing freelance work and I'm actually taking the time to grow and start my own business that I haven't been able to do. So I think it's just kind of making it into a positive and just putting into perspective that your job is important, but it's not everything. And who are the people that are going to be there for you when things are hard or, you know, at the end of the day, when you're retired, you need to kind of plant those seeds and have other things I think to fall back on. Yeah, absolutely. Could not agree more. Well, speaking of that, what are you looking for in a future role or future clients? And are there any dream brands that you would love to work with? Yes. I, so what I'm looking for, for me, you know, there's certain projects you want to work on and certain skills you want to build, but I think the environment is so important because that really motivates you. So being around very collaborative people that are happy and enjoy their jobs and that you can learn something with, for me, is an amazing thing. Uh, and I've had that, luckily, throughout some of my past roles. I want to really focus on this leadership aspect of marketing. You know, I feel like I'm at a transitional stage in my career where I have done a lot of the execution and tactical work and worked for a number of different companies, whether it was a Fortune 500 company or an agency um, if I was doing email marketing or paid media, just to give an example. So I think, like I said in the beginning, taking those skills and being able to lead a team and a department would be very fulfilling. Uh, I also value innovation and just thinking outside of the box. The market changes so fast as a consumer, our behavior shift as an organization, you have to continually optimize and prioritize how do you stay competitive. So being in a company that's forward thinking and that you can push yourself to try new things is also very important. As far as what industry or company, I'm very open because I think for me, it also, you know, it matters the type of environment it is and then the actual work you're doing. So can I do something that's going to help me grow that is innovative using my skills and that you could find that in a lot of different industries and organizations. So I don't really want to limit myself in that way, but I will say some of my favorite brands and what I look at is sort of marketing case studies that really inspire me. And I've taken a lot of lessons from them. 
would be first Nike. I'm obsessed with Nike, not just because of like a consumer and they make great shoes. It's really the way they've had an impact on people's lives and they sort of create an experience. They're this iconic brand. Everybody globally knows who they are. I grew up, I'm actually from Chicago. So Michael Jordan is like, I worship him. And what they did with the Nike, the Jordan shoe is incredible. I mean, people standing outside at three in the morning to buy a shoe, hundreds and hundreds of people, you know, because of the demand, they're able to charge an enormous amount of money for a pair of gym shoes. So just seeing how they've thought about their marketing strategy overall and the quality of their ad campaigns, and it's timeless. To me, that's like the ultimate goal of what you should strive to be. Um, and then I'll also say, this is my examples maybe are kind of givens. Amazon, the reason I love them is how they've, it goes back to innovation. They've adapted. You know, I was buying my college textbooks there. Now you're talking to Alexa or, you know, they're getting into all of these different diversified industries and they're staying relevant. And then at the end of the day, they, what I was saying about audience, how your audiences, your customers matter, they've been so successful because they put that at the front and center of their customer experience and how they're treating their customers. So I think that's a great model. Um, and then for, you know, obvious reasons, they've taken over the world at this point. Also might seem like an obvious, so YouTube, which falls under the Google umbrella. The reason I like them is really for their advertising and marketing capabilities. And when you advertise on different platforms, you want to make sure that the content is engaging and that you have access to data. And they are the biggest video platform. Uh, they've also been able to sort of stand the test of time because although, you know, streaming is relatively new, there are so many new players and they've consistently stayed at the top in their segment. So I really admire that. Um, and I think also just they've given people an opportunity to start their careers. I mean, Justin Bieber launched this mega billion dollar business just from putting, you know, videos of him playing the guitar in his bedroom. So that type of disruption, I think, is something that every company should, you know, strive to do. Oh, I love those examples. And I'm so looking forward to seeing what your next step is. I feel a move out West might be on the table considering Amazon's in Seattle, Nike's in Portland and Google slash YouTube is in LA slash kind of everywhere, but out there somewhere. So I could see that happening for you. That actually is a great observation. Yeah. If you can convince my husband to move, I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on that. Um, well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story and all of your learnings and what you're looking for next. Um, where can everyone follow along with you and keep up with you in your career journey moving forward? Yeah, and I'd love to connect with people. So LinkedIn, you know, first and foremost, you can search my name, Nicole Hardwick, or if you enter the website, it's linkedin.com slash Nicole dash Hardwick. That's how you can find me. I also have a website coming soon that maybe I can uh, share with you guys at a later date. And then my email address, it's mrs.nicolehardwick at gmail.com. Lovely. Thank you so much again for joining us. We'll link everything in the show notes for people. And it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you guys. And good luck everybody out there in this market. It's not easy. It's Erica. I just wanted to pop in here to let you know that we just released an incredible article on our website highlighting 
38 marketing professionals currently open for hire. If you're a recruiter or a brand looking for new talent, or you just want to learn from your fellow peers in marketing who are in the job market right now, go ahead, go to the show notes, click the link to the article and read on. We'll see you online. excited to share that our first ever free marketing happy hour digital resource is now available. Download the dream career game plan today at marketinghappyhr.com forward slash freebie. That's marketinghappyhr.com forward slash freebie. This five-step workbook will guide you through defining your goals, building your network, diversifying your skills, influencing where you're at and investing in your growth. Cassie and I created this resource with marketing careers in mind, but the framework can be applied to any industry. Our hope is that this workbook will help you truly elevate your career, whether you're in the market for a new position or just looking to make your mark in your current organization. No matter where this resource finds you, we are cheering you on every step of the way. So go check it out at marketinghappyhr.com forward slash freebie to download and make your career dreams come true.